Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is brought to you by... Still no one. Come <laughs> what can I do? And radio check. It's Friday then. It's Saturday, Sunday. What? It's Friday then. Saturday, Sunday. What? Yeah, it's okay. It's now time to hand the mic over to a man. A man that is going to bitch slap Bernie Eccleston if he keeps being racist. A man that has a brand new $100,000 limited edition McLaren Richard Mill watch that he picked up from the Euros final that he's trying to sell on Marketplace. Now that man is Mr. David Croft. Take it away, Crofty. It's lights out and away we go. Once a week, one man emerges from the pit lane to deliver all the news, discussion, and results of Formula One. Well, that time has arrived. Sit back, relax, for the Park It In My Ferme show. Here is your host, Colby. That is right, ladies and gentlemen, it's your main squeeze, Goldie, a.k.a. the Gordopotamus. And I was down on the banks of the Nile, looking over all the tourists, thinking to myself, ooh, ooh, there's a couple of tasty treats right there. But as I looked closely, I could see that one of the tourists was holding what appeared to have been my Ferme. Hey, hey, you over there. Gonna park it in there or what? As it is the park it in my Ferme show, the show talking all the news, opinions, discussions, results, previews, reviews, love triangles, Zach Brown, Rona tests, and more if it happened in the world of F1. And I can be bothered looking it up. We are gonna talk about it and what a huge show we've got for you today. Episode 55. Coming at ya. Getting you ready for the British Grand Prix at Silverstone. It's gonna be a historic weekend, that's for sure. Huge crowds, gigantic crowds, sprint racing and so much to cover. So if you want to listen to the older episodes, and I know you do, you know where to go. Parkinitbyfirmate.com. 
They were all sitting there patiently waiting to be to be able to, to, to get in there, to penetrate your eardrums and give you that good stuff. Better yet, my muffins, look down at that listening device of yours and gently stroke and caress the subscribe and follow button like it was your forbidden lover that has just given you a nice little flutter in your undercarriage. Oh, yeah. We have some socials too. We're parking in my family, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Slide into the DMs and watch me catch you with arms wide open, making sure you don't hurt yourself because falling for me can be heartbreaking. One fan that slid into the DMs this week, Nunzio Solfaro. Huge shout out to him. Thanks so much for reaching out. And I love the support from each and every one of you. But today... We are talking all things British Grand Prix, the race, the sprint race, the quali. Oh, my, it's a big one. Oh, my God, it's huge. I break down what will happen session by session. We will also be discussing the brand new Formula One car. Yes, that's right. They've got a new car. And what do we do when there's a new car? What do we do? Jump in my car. Oh, Hasselhoff has stopped. I can't believe it. David Hasselhoff, when did you get here? Stop singing for a second. Stop singing. I don't want to hop in the car with you. You're, you're too old. No, I'm not getting in the car with you. I'm not. Okay. No, that song is incredibly rapey if you ever actually watch that film clip. No means no, Mr. Hasselhoff. But there will also be the top five predictions for the weekend coming up. Fallout from Lando's bashing he received. Alpha Romeo sticking around a few years longer. Zach Brown. Has the Rona and the stat of the week. Oh, and to top it off, Bernie Eccleston is racist again. So what a huge, huge, huge show we have for you today. The show, it is so huge it thought about entering into the porn industry because it's that damn big. So grab some vino, light a candle, change into your silk robe. You don't wear nearly enough. Run a bath to clean that filth off your dirty, dirty body. And get ready to enjoy the show. Okay, George, really sorry about that, mate. Honestly, you had the pace today. But, uh, yeah, really sorry for, for ending up in this situation. But still, points today. And you, uh, you really showed your strength. Guys. I don't know what to say. I was taken away from us twice. Honestly. It's been a pleasure and I've loved it. And honestly... I'm gutted. I'm, I'm absolutely gutted, but we'll give this opportunity again. I, I hope we get this opportunity again. Thank you. George, I'm sorry for that. That was a brilliant, brilliant drive. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, we are heading to Silverstone. Capacity crowd, British Grand Prix, one billion trillion fans entering the stands. Oh, it's a huge weekend for motorsport. It is as we try out the sprint races, but this time with Formula One cars. Now there's gonna be some qualifying on the Friday, sprint races on the Saturday, the race itself on the Sunday, non-stop action. Oh my God. I'm excited. Feel that, feel that tingle? That tingle of excitement? Where's that settling? You know it's settling right down in your plums. I am that damn excited. So let's break down session by session what's going to happen. And I think the biggest shock to everyone is the forecast. It's not going to be raining over the weekend. This is the British Grand Prix. This is the UK. 
and the weather's gonna be reasonable? What, 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 what? I know, I don't believe it either. But here we go. We're going to start off with free practice on Friday. And we're all going to be sitting there twiddling our thumbs. It's probably already started by the time you listen to this podcast. But uh, I don't think it much is going to happen. No, I lied. Everything's going to happen. You know why? Because it's they're not going to have a lot of time to test the cars. It's going to be jumping straight into it. This is actually going to be the most important free practice session we have this year until the next, of course, sprint race in Imola. Now, Imola? Monza. We've had Imola. Monza? In somewhere. Gosh, you'd, you'd almost think I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to F1 cars. Well, how dare you? How dare you? I'll get all Greta on you. But we've got a free practice session on the Friday and then straight after that, straight into qualifying qualifying for that sprint race on the Saturday. So it is very, very important. The cars are tuned, ready to go straight away. They've only got an hour. They've only got to get three practice worth of practice into one practice session. Three sessions worth of practice into one session now. To tune the cars, to find the right tire, to, to sort everything out, to get ready for the sprint race that's on the Saturday. I'm, ex- I'm a bit excited. I'm more excited for the chaos that's going to happen. Now, when it comes to free practices, we know there's some certainties. It's going to be Mazza Pen goes to Mazza has a spin. Gosh, that never gets old. He'll be flying off the track left, right, and center. It's actually a pretty good layout too, Silverstone, for a lot of these cars. But uh, the houses, no, there's not one. There's not one layout, not one track layout that's good for them. So he'll be flying off. Mickey, unfortunately, will be struggling as well. Um, Sonoda, you know he's going to be... He's going to not only hold up traffic, he's going to be flying off too. So we're going to have multiple spins. And that's where it lies the problem with this weekend setup. It's going to be great for us sitting at home watching it. But the teams are going to be in an absolute shambles. They're going to be losing their mind because you're going to have Mr. Corsa's a red flag, Yuki Tsunoda, my little dumpling, my little China doll. He will be, even though he's Japanese, incredibly racist, I do apologize. He will be causing another red flag. I'm putting it out there. That's what's happening. Red flag, Yusuke Sonoda. Yep, I, I almost butchered the name. Yuki Sonoda, red flag. And that's going to stop a session. That's going to stop FP1. Teams are going to lose a little bit of time because of it. There's also going to be the five or six spins from Mazepin going off the track. Yellow flags, double yellows. Now, we learned last weekend, you don't even really need to slow down for the double yellows. You can do whatever the hell you want, and it'll be fine. Not last weekend, the weekend before. So... There will be a lot of chaos in this FP1. It is not a session to sleep on. Now, for the hardcore fantasy F1 players as well, you've got to get your teams locked and loaded after that first free practice, and it's going to be chaos. Ooh-wee. It's going to be fun, though, and then that brings us on straight away because it almost doesn't matter who's quickest in FP1. It's all about just setting that car up, getting it ready for qualifying that night or that afternoon. Now, qualifying will be very, very intense as well. I think people still treat qualifying the exact same way they always have, which is just go for it. I know it's only setting you up for a sprint race, but I think with the sprint race, this being the first one, everyone's going to sit back, worrying about the cost caps, don't want to damage the car, doing that kind of stuff. So I think qualifying will still be treated like normal and they will go guns blazing. They're going to treat the qualifying they set up going to set them up for the entire weekend not just for that next race so you're going to have your standards going out in q1 
one. And it's going to be your two hasses. Or hasses. Nikita. Nikita, give him a squeeze. And Mick Schumacher. Latifi's going to join him as well because he's Nicholas Latifi. He does Latifi things, which is not drive as well as he should in that Williams. And George Russell. I'm going to say it. George Russell... Early prediction. You're going to get my top five predictions at the end of this podcast or towards the end. But one of them will be that George Russell finishes 15th or lower. And it's going to be because he cannot, he cannot get control of that car. It's going to be a blistery, windy, a lot of wind on that circuit. And we saw in Portimao, we also saw in uh, Barcelona, that car does not do well when it's windy. does not do well in those kind of conditions. So, the Williams of George Russell will also struggle. They'll go out in Q1. First time this year that George Russell doesn't make it out of Q1. Who would have thought I'd be saying that? This is race number nine. First time this year a Williams of George Russell fails to make Q2. That's quite remarkable. Great work, George Russell. Unfortunately, yeah, you're not getting out of Q3 to Q1 today. Um, Not getting out of Q3 either. Anyway, moving on. Now, who's going to be joining them? My money is on that one, uh, Kimi Rockin. So we're going to have your standard Kimi, your two Williams, and your two Haas out Q1. Q2 is going to be a little bit the same. It's just going to be, I think it's going to be set order. And unfortunately, do I think that Danny Rick then gets up in the top 10? I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, this is a really tough one to call. I think you're going to have your Yuki Sonodas out, uh, your Giovinazzi out. Um, I think your Lance Stroll, your Sebastian Vettels, and your Esteban Ocons, they're your next five out. So there's no real shocks there. Maybe someone could uh, argue that Seb Vettel might be a bit of a shock. Esteban a little bit. But ever since Esteban signed that contract, he's been nowhere. It's like he's he's taking his money. He's got his cash. And uh, you can't catch me now. You can't catch me now. I'm here. I'm doing what I want when I'm well. Uh, so yeah, Esteban will be out in Q2. Um, now, what do I think will actually happen in Q3? It's just going to be tip for tat again. I think the way the track's laid out, um, it's just going to be the Red Bulls. I think Verstappen's going to be the clear front uh, runner there, probably two tenths up on everyone. Qualifying P1 for the sprint race. I, I think that Hamilton's going to get up there as well. Don't be surprised if Norris is in the top two uh, rows on the grid. Um, Perez, I'm thinking around fifth or sixth. Like Gasly, about the same, because you know Gasly likes that P6 spot. Um, But yeah, I think Norris is going to be right up there. Now, look, let's go with the top three at qualifying will be Verstappen from Hamilton from uh, going to, I think it's going to be Bottas. I think we're going to get a ham Verbot. No, a Verhambot. We're getting a Verhambot for the uh, qualifying. That's going to be the starting grid for the sprint races. Danny Rick, probably P9. I love you, Danny. But man, come on. Sort it out. Moving on. FP2. I I would be shocked if anyone goes out. What is it? Like, you just got to go out and sort of... I mean, they might even race, you know, the... 10 laps or so, get it ready, you know, but I, I cannot see too much action happening in FB2. Enjoy, uh, enjoy the morning off there if you're planning on waking up to watch that one at a 
reasonable hour. You can uh, sleep through that one because the Cordopotamus has got you sorted with that right there. But moving on, it's time for sprint race time, baby. Oh, yeah. First one of the year. And I've got to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this right now. Good to kids on the radio. Hey, Nikita. Hey, Mick. Come on. Bring it in. Bring it in. Yeah, we ain't doing this shit. All right? But they're going to yell at me if we don't put a car out there. So what's going to happen is we're going to start the race, right? All right? Both of you are going to pretend to have engine issues or, or something happens or a power unit failure. And then we're going to retire the car one lap in. Yeah? We're going to finish second to last and last anyway. We're not getting any points. All we can possibly do is damage the car. And we don't have the money. So just bring it in. Bring it in. Latifi. I'm not your I'm not your team principal, but you do the same. That's what Gunter's gonna say. And I don't blame him. That's what the hustlers should do. Yeah, I mean Yes, they need the experience, but they're gonna have a they're gonna have to race on the Sunday anyway, so you're not getting points if you're outside the top three. Are you telling me a house is gonna get on the podium in the sprint race? No. The only thing that can happen is you damage a car. And I think and that's not even really being unreasonable that the back 10 aren't going to really try it. Yes, it's for position, but at what cost? You know, these guys, well, Nikita's always 40 seconds down from his teammate at the end of the race. Mick can't keep up with the Williams, maybe Latifi, but yeah. that I think they're just going to call it a day. There's no point doing it. Verstappen's going to win the sprint race. Hamilton's going to come second and Bottas come third. There you go, I shocked you all. They're going to finish in the exact same order that they qualified for that sprint race in. Do I, I mean, if it was wet, maybe, maybe something different, but, you know, there's no pit stop issues. Bottas, yeah, Bottas isn't going to be screwed over by the Mercedes pit crew this time. So that's kind of nice for him, you know. But I don't think there's much, there might be a couple of midfield changes, chopping changes, but not much is going to happen. And now it's time for the race, all right? Crowd's going nuts. Let's get it up. Not, not let's get it up. It's already half up. I'm, I'm that excited for it. But let's get it started. Okay, I think, shockingly, again, Pierre Gasly is going to get into a scrap and get sent to the back of the grid. All right, he's, he's this year, these Alpha Tauris have had so much promise. Sonoda came in at Bahrain. Everyone was like, oh my gosh, look at that little sweary Japanese kid. I love him. He, he, he's got such a mongrel about him. All right, Gasly, oh, so consistent. P6, baby, all the all day, P6, all day. But now it's like, okay, you're crashing. Okay, you're getting, you're, you're, you know, back of the grid, you're having mechanical issues, you're having faults. Like, it's just the same thing over and over again. I also think the Ferraris uh, aren't going to be able to keep up with Norris, and Daniel Rick should be up there with Lando Norris as well. But I, I need to predict some things that are happening. Alright, and I'll go through the specifics later on. But, but, that that McLaren's going to do some magic. That McLaren is going to get himself on the podium. I, I can see it. I can predict the future. And, don't be surprised if uh, Fernando Alonso, if that Alpine, one of the two Alpines, does shockingly well. I don't know why. He's just, week in and week out, he's like, getting that confidence back that he had when he was a double world champion. He's getting better and better each and every week. And the man's what, like 76? 
Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's what's going to happen. So there you go. That's your results. Verstappen, I think, is going to win. I think he's just too good. That car's too nice. I think Hamilton's probably going to come second. And everyone's going to say, oh, he's done and dusted. Oh, Lewis, it's over. Just retire. Why'd you sign on for two years? And Norris, podium. There you go. There you go. I think maybe Perez struggles. I think Perez crashes, actually. Bottas, I'm going to say this. Bottas and Perez, they have a little ag agreement before the race. They, they're talking on the on the grid, just saying, look, come on, what are we, what are we doing here? Let's just, let's just let the boys scrap it out. All right? And they take each other out first corner, lap one. Then all of a sudden, everyone gets excited. Everyone starts pushing for it because there's a podium on the line. Too bad Norris has got it, but a lot of points are up for grab. I reckon Perez and Bottas both crash out of it. That's your pick. Now I've told you exactly what happens. I'm looking into the crystal ball. I'm looking into it. Yes, crystal ball. Sounds like a stripper's name, actually. I'm going down to the Spearmint Rhino. I'm going to get a lap dance from Crystal Ball. Anyway, that's what's going to be happening. Go to your bookies right now. Make the appropriate phone calls you need to make. Load up. Put a multi on. Ride it all the way to the end. Oh, yeah. Easy money right there. But, I mean, we can't just be talking about the race. We've got to talk about what's happening in the world as well. It's time for the news. New, new, news, 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 news. Cody, Formula One news. Pocket in my Fermi, Formula One news. It's the pimp news, pimp news. Didn't steal this, it's definitely the pimp news, pimp news, pimp news coming through your ears right now. Pocket in my Fermi, Formula One news, pimp news, yeah. Yes, it is the pimp news. Whistle man, do your thing. Okay, we have a lot of news to cover today, but we're going to start off with what happened last weekend as well. Lando Norris, he's still feeling pretty sore. Apparently good to race though, but this is what he had to say. I'm fine. I've been better, I can say that. I'm not in perfect condition, I'm not going to lie. Some work to do mentally, of course. I talk about that a lot. Mental health, mental struggles is very important. I've not been sleeping that great and so and so on. Not ideal. And I'm feeling a bit sore. I don't know. I'm not the guy in the worst position after Wembley and so on. I'll work on it and make sure I'm feeling better. I'm in the best possible shape. I feel like I can still go out there and do the job I need to do. Look, man. And I said it in the last episode as well. Go check it out. Park it at myfamily.com. But what happened was was just appalling to, to Lando and to, and to the other people that, that copped it as well. Like, it's not on. Lando, you're driving these cars at 200 miles an hour. If you're not feeling up for it, like even the slightest bit, like say you've got some bruising somewhere and that's resting against the wall of the cockpit, like on your forearm or something, like that that could be enough to sort of make you flinch, make you fall off, like, you know, and you, you slide off the track. So you've got to make sure you, when you're saying you're fine, you've got to make sure you're fine. I'm not in perfect condition. Well, you better be, because you're having the season of your life and we can't have you coming off and hurt yourself further anyway. So I'm glad to see him here. It's home Grand Prix. There was no way he was going to miss it. Um, and he's going to have an absolute blinder. Already predicted. Podium for Lando Norris. How about this, though? This one flew under the radar a little bit. Alphas are sticking around a little bit longer. 
Team boss Frederick Vassler said, We are delighted to be announcing the extension of this partnership. Alfa Romeo have been an incredible companion over the last few years and we were even more excited about the chapters that are yet to come. The new regulations are giving us the chance to make another step forward and I firmly believe we are perfectly placed to make big gains together. We are looking forward to our future together and to keep moving towards the front of the grid. This relationship is also very important for our company as a whole. Beyond the track, the work we have done in the automotive world has shown the extent of the technology and manufacturing skills of the Sauber engineering and we are confident we can continue working for Alfa Romeo on new and exciting projects that will shape the future of the car industry. So Sauber and Alfa sticking together, coming along for another few years. Excellent news to hear. I actually really like what Alfa are doing in Formula One right now. They're very, they're quite achievers. They are, they've scored some points, but they're very quiet achievers. They've got to get rid of Kimmy. Kimmy, I love you. Iceman, I love you. I even sung a love song to you. Kimmy, you've got to go and get someone else new, young, talented in that seat. Train them up and let's get that alpha moving up the grid like you said there, Frederick. But what do you guys, uh, what do you guys think? Do alpha have it to actually be a consistent point score? Can they take it to, you know, the Alpines consistently? Uh, will they ever get up to that Ferrari and, and McLaren level where they're the best of the rest? Or do you think they can go all the way one? I don't know. I don't know. Callum Ilya is their reserve driver. Get him in there. That guy's a freak. He can drive. Promote him. Anyway, moving on. Zach Brown. Rona. Positive. This is what he tweeted. Following our team's pre-event testing for the British Grand Prix, I've tested positive for COVID-19. I've notified all my close contacts in isolation in accordance to the government guidelines. I'm still be connected to and supporting the team safely from home. Lucky they've got that. What is it? That Cisco technology. What's those stupid ads that won't stop running? Lucky they got that. He's ready to go. He's ready to connect. But it just shows you just how quickly. Like, you know, if, if he did rock up to the weekend, wasn't tested. Now, I know this, you know, what if sort of thing that... There's that many people going to be at Silverstone. You know, you're going to have hundreds of thousands of people there. If one person does the wrong thing, rocks up with it. You know, won't be good. Won't be good at all. And finally, Bernie Eccleston says something racist again. Eccleston said that he has had the decision with a lot of people about Hamilton's will to fight and wonders if he signed the new two-year deal with Mercedes simply because his other projects away from Formula One were not going to make him as much money. I've spoken to lots of people about this and perhaps Lewis is not quite the fighter that he was. This is what Eccleston had to say. There are lots of other uh, occasions this year where he could have done better and he hasn't. He hasn't had the competition, the equipment has always been super and he hasn't really had to make the effort. But now maybe he is thinking that he better take it a bit easier at the beginning of the year I thought he would look like he'd go on to win the championship and then retire but it appears not even though I wouldn't rely too much on the contracts he can always escape from that he probably had a look at the clothing range and music but realized that it's not as easy to make money there as it is in Formula One now are you kidding me 
yes, it is as easy to make money in those fields. That's why that's why you're seeing teenagers with t-shirt brands that are millionaires. It is easy to do it, especially for someone with his profile already. Are you telling me right now, if he didn't go to his Instagram account, put up a print screen shirt of a cow humping you from behind Bernie Eccleston, he wouldn't sell out of those in five seconds? I'd buy seven. It is easy for him to start one of these things. He's doing this because, yes, he wants to win championship number eight. Right? He can't do that because, one, there's this little Dutch boy that's going really, really quick around the track right now. Okay? Yes, he realizes this is a platform where he can make a lot of money and he can voice his opinions. Okay? But, music and clothing, he can, he can always do that. He can do that until he's 90, just like you. Alright, and just like you, he'll trade in his current bride for a 22-year-old Brazilian. How old is she? I don't know. He then went on to talk about the sprint race format. One guess how the old, rich, white man feels about this. He says, I don't agree with it. The minute you start mucking around with these things, the history disappears and that is not a good thing, he explains. He will say something, somebody has 70 pole positions, but that is gone now. There is no such thing as a pole position. I don't think it is going to work and I don't think it will continue. It is an unnecessary confusion for no reason. Qualifying has always been an interesting part of the weekend and now we'll have another race. I'm sorry, is qualifying gone or is that on uh, tonight? You know, the old rich white guy that's worth 3.4 billion USD doesn't want things to change. Who would have thought? Next, he'll want to find out that Hamilton is black and he has the right to vote. Might blow his fucking mind. Women have the right to choose who they can marry. Did you know that one, Bernie? It's preposterous. So shut the fuck up, enjoy your billions, and go get your dick sucked by an 18-year-old on a private island like the rest of the billionaires. What do you think? Do you agree with Bernie, the rich old white man? Do you think sprint racing is stupid? Hit me up on the socials at Parker in my firm, mate. Facebook, Insta, Twitter. That is it for the news. Pierre Gasly wins the Italian Grand Prix. Oh my, oh my, is that just wonderful. Oh my God. What did you do? What did you do? What? You did Oh my God. Oh my god, guys, we did it again! Oh my god, yes! P1, P1! We just won the race. Now, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, <laughs> I'm pretty much, I've got my finger on the pulse here at Parker de Montfermain. Now, there's this little thing that's happening, you guys probably aren't aware, but at the end of this season and the next season, there's going to be some rule changes. Have you heard about that? Have they mentioned that? There's going to be a new car. Oh, I'll jump in your new car. I'm sorry, what are you doing to me? No, David. No, Mr. Hasselhoff. No, please, don't. No means no, David. No means no. Oh, I wish you will. Okay. So I'm going to jump in your car, your brand new car. Now let's have a look. We've got a first, we've seen pictures of it for some time now. But they showed us the first video. They've done the breakdown on YouTube on the on formula1.com and everything as well. We've seen 
what the new car looks like, how it works, and why we've gone with the new design. First of all, let's talk about the size. That's the first thing I noticed straight away, the size of the 2022 car compared to the 2020 car. It's a lot smaller, and I love that. Uh, these guys all grew up as go-karters. If you look at Formula 2 and Formula 3 cars, they're a lot smaller than Formula 1 cars. Formula 1 cars are just different, and they're getting bigger and bigger as the years go on. But as we move to more and more circuits around the world, we're trying out new things, all right? The, we've got Monaco. They want to make Monaco interesting again. Well, if we have smaller, smaller cars, it's going to make things interesting. It's going to be able to... You can go two wide or three wide around a corner and not worry about you know, running into a wall. It, it, you can get closer up behind someone, okay? You can do all this kind of stuff because you're in a much more smaller car. And I think it's going to promote a lot more competitive racing. I am all for these smaller cars as well. They're going to push it all the way to the edge of the track and not worry about running off because they've still got plenty of room. Now let's talk about the wheels. <laughs> they went smaller with the car. They were bigger with the wheels oh, five inches bigger ladies 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 I mean are they overcompensating for something 13 inches up to 18 inches don't mind if I do they've got wheel discs on them as well like uh I mean I guess they're similar they, they kind of look similar to those um to the bikes you see road bikes with those uh discs on those sprinters bikes um, and they've got the little cover slips over the front uh, front wheels as well. That'll help with the airflow through there. Now look, apparently the wheels are now designed and they're that size as well to help with tire temperature on a lap. To maintain temperature to, and I guess overall that would help with tire wear. Now my only problem is with this, are, they, are Pirelli making tires too good? Like we've seen this before to the point where, you know, you just, all right, you run one lap at the start of the race, you switch to your hard compound tire, you go to the end and you're fine. Tires don't wear, you're good to go. You maintain your speed and it's good. This That's boring racing. We don't want that. I think, I mean, a part of me wants to bring the tire wars, but I know that Pirelli can make a tire that will last an entire race, but that's not what the fans want. And yes, it, it, you're probably thinking, well, really, why would they want to design a tyre that's going to wear? Then people aren't going to buy our tyres for their road cars. No, no, no. You understand. I've got Pirellis on my car. And I only bought them because they're used in Formula One. Yes, I'm that kind of guy. A loser. But I think as long as the tyres have good wear to them so it does alter and change a race, then I'm, I don't care what you do. You can make them 55-inch tyres. You're making those drag tires where where the back wheel is like ten times bigger than the front. All right, that's what's happening with the wheels. The floor, oh, the floor of this brand new. Oh no, oh, David, no, David, no. Sorry, I had to cut him off. He just can't. he burst in here. Wanted me to hop in his car again. Crazy man, crazy man. But the floor of there, you'll notice the back end, that sexy back end, that nice little rumpus. Oh, good enough to eat. Anyway, that peach. It looks like a little bit of a mess. It looks like something's going on, a bit of a dog's breakfast, but it's designed to allow cars to get closer behind it through the corners and not have the dirty air 
affect it that much. All right? This is so, like, the gaps don't increase, so you're not going, you know... I think the problem with Abu Dhabi, we all talk about this. The Abu Dhabi circuit, the... Uh, what is it? Uh, Yas Marina circuit, whatever that is. Is, on paper, that track looks pretty good. It's got these huge long straights in the tight corners, little chicanes. But the problem is, as soon as you get to the really tight corners... The gap of the car in front then opens up a bit because of all the dirty air and then it's going to catch. The car behind has to catch up again on the next straight. But then the gap opens up a bit and we just do that for 70 laps. So this new design is going to allow that car behind to get closer to it because that air, it's going to, the dirty air is going to be pushed out. Alright? And then that brings us to the front wing as well. Woo! That front wing's kind of sexy. Now, I'm not just talking about that rainbow metallic car, color car you see on the Formula One website, because that, that thing looks kind of sexy as well. But the downforce on the front wing allows the dirty air that's coming off the car in front to then bypass this car a lot, like a lot more of it will bypass the car. And so that way they can maintain. So it's all about maintaining the speed in the corners. That's the whole design of the aeros with this as well. All right, so that means this car's now following through the corners. are going to be right up close the whole way so they can continue on the battle in the next straight without needing to reset. Well, all right. Well, I couldn't get him this pass, but I'll I'll try again in three laps time. I'll build it up and I'll go again. No, it's going to be able to continue on and on and on. And I'm, I'm think that's, I think that's good. Again, I'm all for this. This is fantastic. The old cars, too big, too clunky. They get there, they get that dirty air. It's like, ooh. Like they're spinning off the track like in Mario Kart. Next thing we talk about is the petrol as well. We're changing the fuel. I think it's going to be about 5% at the moment with the petrol needs to be um, that biodiesel stuff that's good for the environment that's already sort of recycled or, or re-sort of calibrated, <laughs> re-sort re of reused. Uh, but now the new petrol they're using is 10% and they I know they can continue to push with that um, and they're going to make it... To a, to a point where it's 100% biodiesel uh, as well. So good start there, helping with the environment, making it carbon neutral. I like it. Um, but that's it. What do you guys think? I'm, I, I mean, I'm for it. I haven't heard any negative stuff about it except let's bring it on. Let's do it already, you know? it's. I know it's. I know this is probably, like we've seen the car now, it's probably going to have tweaks and stuff to it already because it's had about, what, 400,000 alterations to it since we first saw pictures of it a couple of years ago. But I don't mind it one bit. I don't mind it. I'll hop in that car. Oh, David. No. I'm calling the police. Stop asking me to jump in your car. Stop it. I will not jump in your car. Mr. Hasselhoff. You, you get your hands off me. Is she going to jump in there? Oh, she's jumping in too. But now... You're stat of the week. I'm a stat man, Formula One stat man. Cody's a stat man. Yeah, stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Stat time. Yeah. Oh, so much stats. So many stats. I don't know if this intro is even long enough. There's that many stats. Uh, stats, stats, stats. Yeah. Ooh, so many stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. I am a stat man. Today's stat's going to be about rich old man Bernie Eccleston. Um, the stat is simple. He's worth 3.4 billion US. I had no idea until I looked at it. 
3.4 billion US. His wife, 44-year-old Fabiana Flossi, a 44-year-old Brazilian. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, hang in there, girl. Not long to go now. Not long to go. Looking at the Google images of Bernie, I think uh, put him in that Deadpool. Uh, you, you could make you could make a bit of money off that because I I, I give it two years. I mean, three point four billion though. Got a few kids that are gonna fight for that as well. Fabiana Flossy, you can do it, love. Just ride it out for another couple of years. How's that for your stat of the week? Bada bada bee, ba ba bo. He's a stat man. Ooh, that was a good stat. Yeah, such a good stat. Such a such a good stat. You know it was. He's a stat man. Hey, let's go on with the show. Cool, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Ba ba da ba 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 da bo. Alright, now it is that time you've all been waiting for. Cody's Top 5. Cody's Top 5 predictions for the race weekend. This is what's going to happen. These are the five things you need to know. Now, I've already spoiled a couple, but these are the five things you need to know that you're going to take down to your bookie. You're going to put on a five-leg multi right now. It's going to be paying a million to one. Right? You're going to put $1,000 on it. You're going to be a billionaire. Then you two are going to be like Bernie Eccleston. You'll turn a little bit racist. Then you'll buy an island and get sucked off by an 18-year-old. Here we go, Coldies. Coldies. Top, top five, five things that are going to happen this weekend at the race. Number five, Max Verstappen spoils the party. Ooh, we're in Britain in front of a huge crowd. They're all there to see Lewis Lando, Georgie Boy. But Maxi Boy says, no, 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 I'm having fun. I like this whole being in first thing. I'm going to win another. And another. And another. Max Verstappen wins probably by 15 seconds. But next. Coldies. On Coldies. Top five. Top five predictions. Number four. Lando Norris is getting himself a podium. Yes. Yes, he is. In front of the home crowd, they're going to go absolutely bananas. Probably storm the track too. Probably rip his helmet off. They love just taking things off the kid. He's battered and bruised. Give us your watch. Give us your helmet. Give us your gloves. Give us your knickers. You know he wears a pink G, right? You know he wears a pink thong. Right up there. Number three. Cody's top five. Cody's top five. George Russell. 15th or lower. How's that? Yeah? I giveth. I taketh away. I give you Norris on a podium. But you Mr. Saturday? Are you not entertained? He ain't doing jack. Right, unless Jack is the guy that he's dating at the moment, I'm not. I don't judge, but he ain't doing Jack on the on the track unless he's allowed to take his his boyfriend Jack out on the on the track. Anyway, I digress. George Russell, fifteenth or lower, number two. Coldies, Coldies, top, top five. Alonso, top five. You heard me. I did not make a mistake. That's Fernando Alonso in the year 2021 in an Alpine that's the same color as my toothpaste is going to be a top five. He's going to be fifth when I say top five. And that, and I'm only really saying that because number one. Coldy's top five. Coldy's top five is Sergio Perez. Checo. He's going to crash. He's going to take out Bottas with him. So... What's Alonso doing? He's sitting back. He's laughing. He's buying his time. He's going, it's nice back here, but I'd like to be up there. I don't know why he sounds like that. Anyway, he, he goes in the top five. Perez crashes out. Oh, no. 
Takes Bodass with him, why not, eh? Going out with a little bit of fun, but... That's going to leave up a lot of spots for points, and I am super excited. It's going to be a huge weekend. A reminder for all the Fantasy F1 uh, players there, sort your lineups out now because you won't be able to after quality tonight, I'm pretty sure. Either that or I've got it wrong. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but I am super excited. What do you guys think of what's going to happen this weekend? Slide into those DMs. At Parker in my family, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Now, we're finishing up. That's it for the show. It was short, sharp, and shiny-ish. I think it's probably still an hour and a half. Two hours. Four-hour-long show because I'm trying to get you guys fired up and ready for a huge weekend. Bring in that energy. Bring in the noise. No, David, no. Oh, my God. Get out of here. David Hassoff. So, security. Security, take him away, please. Give him some cheeseburgers. Let him sit on the floor and get drunk. That's, he likes to do that. He likes to do it. Anyway, that's it for the show today. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you don't miss out on Tuesday. We will recap everything that happened. I'm super excited about that as well. Follow me on the socials at Parker Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm going to try and live tweet at least the sprint race and the race race. If I can stay awake, it is a struggle sometimes being here in Australia with those time zone differences. But as always, as always, my precious lovelies, my little, my little muffins, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening. Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.